Hello and welcome to the Gaki Music Podcast. I am Wolf, the original creative. And today we have Sam McIntosh from the Diamond Noise Agency. How are you, man? Yeah, now I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> We're having a fun time for the last half hour trying to get, it, get us all squared away here. Yeah. My phone does not like that at all, apparently. It wants to cut out right, you know, it was maybe five minutes into it. It says, nope, not working. Ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, technical difficulties. <laughs> the show will go on. Most definitely. Amazing, amazing. So, Sam is really awesome and he's got a really 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 large kind of experience base in the music industry but today we're going to dive into talking about the live music industry touring being on the road and also we're going to touch on you know this pandemic that we all find ourselves in at the time of this recording and how that's impacted um the live music industry and um touring or should i say lack thereof and yeah, we're just going to dive straight into it. So firstly, um, before we get into the hot mess of today called coronavirus, <laughs> tell me a bit about your experience and, you know, the live industry touring. I know it's a broad question, but just like, let's dive into it and, and dig. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I have 20 years experience plus um as far as back as i can remember in the music industry working from labels and uh, to being a promoter and i'm still a promoter to this day i'll always be a promoter till i die um to currently where i'm at running my own uh booking agency uh so the coronavirus has really put a damper on that but it also has allowed me to venture out and do new things like being producers of podcasts. And so like I, I'm the producer of the loud spot with Sebastian, where we host a podcast, we interview bands, we have fun time. It's totally uncensored. So it is not kid friendly. whatsoever. whatsoever. We leave it raw uncensored for a reason, because that's the brand. We want to be real. We want to be who we are, but for you today, you will get the censored version of Sam for the most part. Um, <laughs> but the, the live entertainment industry is definitely take, uh, take a lot of hit, uh, a big hit from this, a lot of money lost. I've lost a lot of money not being able to um, put my bands out there so they can tour, so they can develop and we can uh, create markets uh, for fan bases to sell merchandise and to perform in front of, but that doesn't necessarily mean you, you, you just lie down and, and quit. Um, and, and if you're one of those bands that has, is, that's your only excuse, well, guess what? Every other band in this world, for the most part, is going through the same thing. Whether it's a, a big A-lister like Lady Gaga or, um, you know, LD... Uh, I don't know any A-lister down to the the local band or regional band that wanted that wants to tour. So don't sit there and, and make excuses. You're gonna have to find alternative means to reach your fan base, and that and and you're listening to one medium, 
talk with them, get them online, get, get on discord, get on, on Instagram live, get on Facebook live, get on TikTok, get on whatever you can do to reach your fan base. It will hopefully soon eventually go away, but until it doesn't, until it does, uh, this is what we got. These are the cards we're dealt with. And you, and you can sit there and complain about it and you can make excuses of my band's not successful for because of COVID, or you can find alternative means to actually truly reach fan bases and actually truly reach people in general. Uh, as you, as you know, you know, fans, when they become an actual fan, they want to be a part of your music. They want to, it's very, uh, uh, it's almost a sexual in the sense that they want to be a part of you. You know what I mean? So um, when a band buys your merchandise and they watched you perform and they stand in line waiting to get signatures, that's very, that's not a norm. That's not a click. That's not a Spotify uh, click or, or a YouTube click. That means they want to really be a part of you. So that's, uh, that's, that's kind of where you're at. And if you, if you don't learn, learn to do it uh say i'm trying not to cuss i'm really trying not to cuss. <laughs> so we'll just end it there because i can feel i can feel it coming up <laughs> no no amazing and uh, i really agree with what, what you're saying it's like being a band is, is more than just like you know it's connecting all around it's not just one aspect or another and like you said every single band is in the same position right now like there was supposed to be a huge like queen tour last year you know like you mentioned lady gaga she was going to do a stadium tour um stadium performances and like everyone elton john was on tour he had to pause all the way down to like the people that go to the local open mics every weekend you know um pub gigs everything had to shut and it's not just one place it's, it's all around the world really um yeah. so yeah no i totally agree it's like if you just lay down and say oh i can't be successful because of covid then you know firstly that's just not the mindset of life <laughs> and then secondly no. you know you have to overcome you have to be creative aren't we musicians aren't we creative people you have to be creative and find new ways to connect <laughs> now, i'm shaking my head no a lot people probably won't see it but and my rule of thumb most 90 percent of people that call themselves musicians are just lazy they're not creatives they don't want to be creative they want someone else to do it for them they want someone else to manage them they want someone else to make phone calls they see i almost said it yeah. um, they, i mean they'll you know they'll they'll buy their music from uh let's take hip-hop rap <laughs> you buy your uh, beats already pre-made and then lay down your lyrics on top of them you didn't create them you just did it had someone else do it for you which is fine i'm not gonna hate upon that do what you got to do boo boo to make your to, to make your money and to 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 do that but most most bands are lazy and it's it's ridiculous it's uh the ones that truly shine through get the attention that they deserve from their fans from investors stuff like that so that's what i look for i look for those those guys that go above and beyond to create they only not only take the the love that they have for the art but then understand that if i do this and i create this and i go above and beyond it people are going to attract themselves to me 
and I'm going to get the right people on my team that, and we're going to go farther and farther and farther and we're not going to stop. Now, granted, a lot of them are just absolutely insane. What, as you guys would call it in the UK, mad. They're, they, they're <laughs> mental. And those are the ones that usually, because they think outside the box. That's yeah. why. So, uh, but so bands, hey, do something about this, um, or or heck, just go tour yourself. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of bands that are doing house shows, and they're doing they're doing the illegal stuff. And of course, we can debate good or bad, good or bad, good or bad. Are we making more people sick? Are we not making more people sick? You know what? I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to discuss that. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take care of me. And so I think bands kind of have to have that same feeling, especially if you pump tons of money into yourself and your equipment and all those kind of things. Do what you got to do to survive um, and come out on the other side. This COVID's not going away as far as a, a sickness. So as far as a flu, the flu was here. The Spanish flu was here all those kind of things. We've got to learn to accept it and deal with it. Yeah, it really does suck to see a lot of people die by all means, but I'm not God. So, you know, I don't make these decisions. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree like so strongly. And this is probably very unpopular opinion. And it's, uh, yep, some, people will not, <laughs> some people will not be happy to hear this, but... I would so agree with that sentiment that like musicians can be really lazy and I'm going to like put this into context for people so they know where I come from with, with this point, right? It's musicians, they will do the scales, they will learn the instruments, they'll sing the songs, but when it comes to everything else outside of that, that's when that laziness kicks in. They want to do like nothing else you know what i mean i'm not talking about everyone don't get offended not everyone you know. <laughs> not everyone there, there's there's a that's why i said 90 percent. honestly yeah, definitely. that's probably in, in the record label industry when a band gets picked up by a record label 90 percent of the bands that get picked up will not have they will not be up to par on creativity or bringing something new to the table they're usually cookie cutter-ish type bands that maybe the label goes, okay, they got a look, good look, a good image. They sound okay. Let's see where they go. Then they come up with the album and they're like, oh, no, oh, no, this is not what we were looking for. Um, and they get shelved or whatever. So 90% of, of, of those bands that get picked up, and it doesn't even really happen anymore to this day, you, you're not going to get picked up by a label. Just deal with it unless you're really doing something special you're really because it's a money it's a money game so they're looking for artists that have actually proven themselves on their own created something that's probably brand new as far as sound and aesthetic and they say guess what we want to dump money into you so um but yeah and i know this is not a popular opinion uh, you're going to hear a lot of things that are not a popular opinion but i'm not here to please you i am not here to to stroke your ego. I'm not here to even argue with you. You can have a difference of opinion. I'm okay with that. That's what makes us human. This is my opinion, and this is what I believe. That doesn't mean it's necessarily your opinion and what you believe, but if you want to get on Facebook or you want to get on social media and cry and complain and, and, and throw hate, go ahead and throw hate my way. I won't even acknowledge it. It's just the way it is because I don't have time for you. <laughs> in the story i got time to 
actually help artists, develop artists, and get good music that I feel is good music to the right people. Amazing. And you know what? I, I want to just say like how much I love that because some people, they do not have the courage or the soul, the heart to, to even just be their authentic selves and, and have that, that strength of character enough to, to put out their truth and um, you know, not caring what people think. And I would say that's a big stumbling block for a lot of musicians, caring what everyone thinks to the point where it essentially cripples them, you know? And um, it prevents them from going further than they it could, is. you know, if, if they didn't have that sensitivity. I'm not saying sensitivity is bad, wrong, or weakness, but I'm saying misplaced, no. it can do a lot more harm than good in some cases, you know? So I, I would definitely um, yeah. agree with that there. And another thing that I say, I personally say it like all the time. And before I even say it, I'm going to say I am no tech expert, so I don't know about it. But I would say the creativity of the tech industry is so mad because tech itself is very like dots and lines, numbers, zeros and ones. Like it's very, you know, linear and logical. And it's like you get an outcome, there's algorithms and all that. But the creativity around like the business of the tech industry is mad. The music, on the other hand, is like the flip side of that. The, the product itself, music is so creative, so expressive, um, so, you know, it, it, it's completely creative. And But the business of it is from the dinosaur age. It's like, okay, we did this, look around. What's everyone doing? Let's copy the exact same thing, cookie cutter. And it's like, blows my mind. It's like complete opposites because the product itself on one side over here with tech is like logical, linear, you know, it's like maths. Like you get, you do one plus one, it equals two. That's what it is. But then look at all these creative tech companies, Facebook, you know, all these social media companies, lots of other tech companies, all sorts of things in the tech industry. Let's not get into it. FinTech, all these other things. Let's not get into it too much. <laughs> but, um, and then music, this creative product that's just full of creativity. Come back, come back, Wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, goodness. It's so, it's like, where's the creativity on the business side nowhere to be found so yeah i love i love that you know there's game changers like us dare i say that are looking to break out of that um in a way because you know the music industry needs that look look at like 20 years ago like when steve jobs brought out itunes and well, it wasn't exactly 20 years ago it was around 18 years ago and then everyone kicked up a fuss because it was like a pattern interrupt and everyone got upset. Um, even when Napstar came out and everyone was really upset. And, you know, they, there's two ways to look at anything, really. It's like you can sit down and cry or you can be like, OK, this is not ideal, but how are we going to move forward from here? You know? Um, and yeah, that takes yeah. a level of creativity and thinking outside the box. So, so, yeah, and I would say that's something that the music industry the business of the music industry has inherently not had like generally speaking in my opinion yeah and they're 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 actually you know and they're and they're they know this now they know this now they they realize sales are done the one plus one equals two motto is done it's never going to happen in a structured setting where where and there's proven results same thing goes with you know developing bands uh 
what may work for Blink 182 is not going to work for, you know, uh, the next pop punk band. Let's take a look at MGK, for example. How much blowback did he get for doing a pop punk album in general, right? But you have to admit that that's a darn good pop punk album in this time right now. Of course, they can go, well, that's because Eminem, you know, uh, gave him so much heat that he had to change his genres. No, this was already done way beforehand. This was bound to happen. And if you listen to old MGK, he was punk before he became rap, hip hop. So calm down, um, <laughs> you know. So it, it's uh, it's one of those things that do what you need to do to to grab the attention and get the fan base so you can have a live you can make money off of this a lot of bands a lot of artists don't want to hear that they just want to be the creatives i get it um uh, then fine get it so get it popular where the right people come along and said look i'll take care of that for x amount of dollars for you or certain percentage so there is a business side to this if you want to live off of it if not just work your normal job uh get a distro kit account and just release money. Don't worry about advertising. Don't worry about putting, making graphics or putting out the best quality visually or anything. Just make your music. Don't even show your face. Be like Sia. Just don't even show your face. Just, just automatically put it on on DistroKid and it pops up on iTunes. But let's be real. You want more fans. You want people to acknowledge you. I mean, we live in this culture where, matter of fact. The, the more skin you can show, the more, uh, let's see, I almost cussed again, the more butt shaking you can show, the more popular you're probably going to be become, which is sad because we should be upholding our teachers and our police officers and, and the outstanding citizens that protect us from day to day. However, it is what it is. We find, we find what we want to find entertaining. So, um, I mean, I just barely got into uh, Rick and Morty last year. I mean, so and I was like, <laughs> why did I miss the boat? So, um, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, and and, and uh, bands need to realize that. Uh, and people in general need to realize that when they, when they create music. And not all of you are going to succeed. You're going to think your stuff is the best stuff ever, as you should, because it's your stuff. But if there's if people aren't attaching themselves to it on a on a good base, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Uh, and the things we find in lockdown, eh? The things we find in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I, over here, I'm well. I'm sure it happened over there. I, Tiger King. Why did we celebrate this hot mess? dumpster fire of a story and and what did we do we made it popular it's now popular apparently in australia right now right now it is and it's like only in america can we develop this kind of a character a gun-toting uh homosexual meth head that owns tigers how did we do that and why and why was this acceptable as a as a community why? Because it was straight up entertaining. It was straight up entertaining, and it wasn't our life. It was his life, and it was also past him. Yes, too. So, but hilarious, absolutely. I I found it straight up entertaining. Sad as as humans, but straight up entertaining. <laughs> Crazy life, life, a life.
And um, no, no, it's not. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and um, you know, let let's think of um, brighter and better times pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about let's talk about that because inevitably, post-COVID is going to look a bit different to pre-COVID, whichever way it looks. You know, and um, I think I honestly think this whole pandemic was a chance for people to kind of, you know, I thought it was world calmer, if I'm honest. I think every, like, the humanity has been <laughs> trash for the most part. <laughs> and, and it just, it they, needed, they needed a big pause button. And the pause button was called coronavirus. This is probably very unpopular opinion. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most people were, you know, getting so caught up, right? And didn't kind of take the time to you know think about themselves their lives their inner world um to the point where karma just said so you don't want to sit down and think about the deep stuff well let's give you a whole lot of time to go do that (laughs) i'm laughing and to be honest i do find it funny but it's probably not funny for a lot of people i do recognize this but i do think it's good to take the the good out of a situation more than the bad like anything, his perspective is the glass half full or half empty, you know. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say, you know, change your perspective, change your life. <laughs> well, we can all agree that yes, uh, COVID has has uh, was, it, as you say, karma biting us back in the butt. Um, it ha- the people that it affected the most. Um, it is, it's sad. I empathize with it. However, though, again, I'm not God. I didn't do it. So calm down. I, or, or whatever you believe in. Um, but the mental depression era also too, on top of that, that we are in. And I, you know, I have children that have issues as well. Um, but we have, this hasn't helped them because they, they haven't been able to express themselves for the most part. Um, but we also have to learn with, okay, that, now that we're in the mental depression era and we've identified these kind of things, how do we handle it other than here, take this pill. Um, it'll make you feel better. It'll change the chemicals in your body to make you think different. So like me, I don't really suffer from depression. I suffer from, uh, you know, that, that, uh, this is baloney, and I, just let me take a nap. Go drink a beer. Do something different. You know what my biggest thing? Shopping. It, let me just blow some money on some some uh, shoes, some going out to eat, some money, and I'll feel better. And that's what really helps. It changes the chemicals in my body, in my brain. So, and I does it. When I look at my my bank account, though, and I was like, "Why did I do that? Why did I just blow three hundred dollars on absolutely nothing? That was crazy." <laughs> but that's how I handle it, and it works out well for me. So we're gonna have to deal with this pandemic, and the post world that we're gonna be in is definitely gonna be changed. We all have learned from this. We all have dealt with it. We all still have to learn how to treat other people as human beings. Um, we still have to learn to um, accept people for their differences as as you know here in the united states as well as over in the uk uh we had a lot of things brought to attention especially with 
within the ra uh, racial divides that we've had, as well as political divides, the right and the left, and the black and the white. So when are we going to have those conversations? Are we going to forget about it when we can go back to a normal world? Absolutely not. We're going to have to talk about these things. And we're going to have to say to ourselves, uh, yes, I am who I am, or I don't believe in that. Because uh, back to the whole um, modern era of cancellation culture and all that kind of stuff, it's easier to just uh, attack someone and say, oh, you're racist. No, 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 he's probably not. But it's automatic. It's automatic when you when you make a comment or something like that. We know what is racist and we know what is not racist. But uh, how many times have you someone said something like, "Oh, he's racist"? Wait, no, he didn't say anything racist. All he says was like that black dude over there, and it's like, yeah, that's racist. No, I'm describing a dude over in the corner. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> so, uh, it's very true. I've heard I've heard it a hundred thousand times. And then there are actual people who are racist. Don't give me any, you know how I deal with racist people? I just don't give them the time of the day. I'm not going to acknowledge you, your empathy and your ignorance because you judge another person based on their color of their skin. Um, so I'm not going to acknowledge you. It's just simple. I'm not even going to have the conversation with you about how wrong it is. I'm going to leave you alone to your stupidity. And uh, there'll be enough people on, on the internet, social media, that will tear you apart. I think we just had a, a a country singer is use the n-word up on stage so there you go uh, it, career over <laughs> so, uh, and, and and we can debate on whether he's ever used that before i'm pretty sure he has we've all used racial slurs in some way shape form no matter who what color we are uh, we've all used it in, in in a way it's you you've had to personally have to identify am i using it in a in a way that it should be like the black community uses the n-word totally different it's more of an a buddy buddy uh system we could go off and have that conversation of well they're not they shouldn't use it either it's not our word to use so how about that <laughs> at the end of the day they can call whatever they want to call it's called slang it's called the uh, you know ghetto slang you can even put ghetto in front of it if you want to but that's the culture that we live in and it's sad that people can identify with that you know uh i think dave Chappelle was the best one that brought all those out and those stereotypes out and said yeah this is who we are deal with it um but back to the point i was trying to make before i went off on a tangent is that we need to identify in a post-covid world that we're we are all one race we are all human beings um we all come from different walks of life different religions we can go around talking who's who has the better religion and and who doesn't i don't care i'm not religious so i don't care your your religion works for you and it doesn't affect my life in a negative way hey have at it you can you can worship all the red balloons you want to in the world <laughs> so um but we need to identify that because that that was the biggest thing that in my opinion that came out of this outside of the music going to a standstill and the live entertainment because uh, i did we destroy the live entertainment industry for the moment but it will survive because i think fans will n never be able to truly uh digest a video 
at the end of the day. They have to be at a concert. They have to feel uh, like EDM, right? It's a feeling on top of visualizations, on top of probably whatever you probably indulged in earlier in the day to um, enjoy your your said concert. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to want to go interpretation. Listening, <laughs> open to interpretation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it no. could be sugar. It could be sugar. You could have just. <laughs> yeah, it could even be a deep meditation before a show. Who knows what it is? It could be whatever. <laughs> no, it's so true, and I probably induced by whatever. <laughs> <laughs> open to interpretation, I, but. I, yeah, no, and I would say as well, like you said, it's so true. The social and the political things that have come to light in the last kind of twelve months is, if I'm on, like, how do I don't even? This is opening the rabbit hole, isn't it? It's like crazy and not being funny. Art. I saw your numbers. I I want to, I want to induce controversy so those numbers go up like who is this guy wolf over here talking all this smack that's what i'm trying to do i know i <laughs> see what you're doing cheeky <laughs> sam sam is a funny guy <laughs> but <laughs> so um yeah like goodness i'm losing my point i was gonna say something it's like damn but yeah this is raw anyway like it's it's good it's raw but clean yeah and clean <laughs> But, uh, probably lost my we can dirty it up if you want to, but uh, we won't. Yeah, I no, promise. We... I promise, Wolf, I would not curse. <laughs> no, thank he you said so he much, hates man. editing, so um, he, he hates editing and he doesn't want to have to spend all night editing this. Uh, I didn't say that. I said it would just be a bit of a longer edit if it, was, <laughs> <laughs> if it yeah. wasn't so clean. I'm just kidding. It's all lies. It's all lies. Uh, yeah. Well, let me switch gears real quick and and um, and, and talk about uh, a little bit about the, uh, you know, we, we, we can we can try to assume what's going to happen with in a, a post COVID uh, era, uh, especially within the music industry. But we really don't know, because unless you're you're a fortune teller or someone that can see into the future, you don't really know. It's what we honestly interpret or digest or how we react to it. So, like I said, I don't think in this, the live music industry, uh, the live concerts and stuff like that, they'll, they will not go away. We have to, as human beings, we're naturally engaged. That's how we love to, to, um, to really take in our music. I don't think, we, yeah, we still listen to it. But that's how we really become a fan of that artist or that genre or those kind of things. So I don't think that'll go away. But I will say this. If we don't go to these concerts, if we don't participate, um, you know, ever since the video gaming industry came along, a decrease in concerts it was just happened automatically because people were inside playing video games to entertain themselves versus going to a concert with their friends. Now, everyone had their own reason why they went to concerts. Most of it was not for the actual concert and more probably participating in behaviors that they probably didn't because their friends were there. So that's where all the friends gathered for the most part. 
and then then of course the second part the sub uh, the sub action of it would be that they actually fell in love with the music whether it be metal punk at that time ska you know i love ska why did it go away well we <laughs> as a consumer decided yeah it's still there i mean we still got the interrupters we still got a, a we still got the old school bands rancid pepper that are still touring still putting out uh, albums so um we consume what we want to consume right now it's about emo trap rap it's about metal it's about uh now a little insurgence of pop punk i don't know how long mgk can carry that without other bands but then other bands are just going to be told you're just cookie cutter blink 182 so i mean that's how we we constantly evolve in the music I mean, I remember the just you know within the last ten years the the quote unquote mumble rap, um, and I, I was the one going wait what is this this is rap you know, you know the Quavos and 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 the uh, amigos kind of guys that come along but guess what that's how music evolves it was never supposed to stay Mozart piano you know uh, and then little Richard and elvis and oh, of course there were people way before that but the ones that i i guess i like <laughs> after that creating different sounds now we're into billy eilish and bedroom poppy vocals mixed with with uh sometimes dancey bassy weird sounds weird time signatures um you know math core has always always been there if you really love time signature changes, go go watch a math chord show. But it's like straight crazy. Good math chord bands. Every time I die, one of my bands takes off mustache. Go listen to them. You'll love them. You'll love their shows even more. So, but yeah. So we have to as a as a community as a world, we have to we create the consumerism of music. And if we don't go to concerts and we don't participate in those kind of things, then you can say. Uh, live entertainment will die in a post-COVID era, and because it's already saw its decrease, obviously. But we also saw, as a decrease in in attendance, we also saw an increase in ticket prices for various reasons. So we do this to ourselves constantly. We created the CD player, which led to the MP3 player, which led to uh, to digital downloading. So we keep doing this. If you don't, if you if you don't want to participate in that, then don't participate in that. So. No, it's very true. I, I agree. I agree. It's always constantly evolving, which is a part of life. Like, you know, that's not natural law. That's, that's beyond <laughs> just, you know, another day. It's, it's natural law, you know? So yeah, like I'm, I'm just like losing my flow from all this, <laughs> but no, I but think I'm, I'm talking too much. Too no, much. no, no, no. I'm loving the conversation. It's so, it's so true. And um, yeah, like I said, I'm losing my flow. That is not good. <laughs> That's definitely not a good thing. But um, yes, post post coronavirus, another thing that I think 
will happen actually is that people will miss would have missed the live experience so much that there's going to be such a huge spike when it's safe to go back to concerts and gigs again even the people that were like not going to the gigs not going to the concerts not going to the open mics not going to the festivals they're going to be like you know what you only live once i'm gonna go like i feel like i've missed out I need to like catch up on lost time. Like it's going to be crazy. And that's when all the smart promoters and event organizers will capitalize on it like crazy people. <laughs> so I mean, I'm hoping they will. That's what I'm banking on as a, as a booking agent, as a promoter, as a, as a manager in general, that, that people are going to be hungry for it. I just hopefully it doesn't. We have a history of oversaturation oh. always. Top 40 radio, for example. We love that song when it first comes out, but after about three, four weeks, forget that song. Yeah. I hate that song. Yeah. It's like, yeah. do you really hate that song? Like, like do you really want to kill that song? You hate it? Hate it? How about you just heard it so much that it's just not, it's not part of your palate anymore? It's like, you know, if you eat too many uh, Skittles or Starbursts, Guess what? You probably won't eat Skittles or Starburst for a while because it's too. Matter of fact, I just had some like sweet tarts and my <laughs> mouth is killing me. I was like, oh yeah, it's all soury. So, you know, that's what we do. That, that's who we are. We di we in we in digest a little too much into things, uh, even right down to to stuff outside of the music. We can honestly say food, for example. Yeah, we should be skinnier, but no. <laughs> nah, we'll keep eating. we'll eat five hamburgers that day for no reason just because we passed by five uh, rest fast food joints that we're like oh yeah i could do a burger i could do a burger yeah i can do a shake <laughs> it's true yeah we love to overindulge as human beings like completely we like to just take it overboard <laughs> no it's yeah. so true do it so forget true. it get your yeah. diabetes and, and live happy <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah we all have choice and free free will and freedom exactly. of speech as well in this world so we have to make the most of it amazing well, in most countries in most countries there's freedom of speech there's other countries not so much true <laughs> uh, true like true. russia right now right russia right now had, does not have freedom of speech but hey we don't live in russia so good luck to you russian people I hope everything works out for you. Oh. That's all I gotta say. Um, <laughs> in, in, the, in, in, in the countries that this broad, broadcast is coming from, we have freedom of speech, um, thankfully, yeah. and aren't we so grateful? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah sometimes that's... we wish we didn't. I, I, I admit, sometimes I look and I'm like, I wish we didn't have freedom of speech. So, idiots like that can't talk. But again, it falls back on. You don't have to listen to them. Let them talk. Don't give them a platform to speak off of. Just be like, oh, you're talking? Yeah, I didn't even notice. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just no. simple. No, it's, it's, def it's definitely true. Um, let's, I think, you know, let's, let's wrap this up. If there was one thing you would leave with the <laughs> audience, right, it, it, on any topic that we've already covered or even just something random out of the blue, what would it be? 
my biggest thing and especially this is this goes out to artists this goes out to bands this goes out to people in the music industry that want to make a living off their music again not every one of you are going to make it but if you don't try you'll never find out at the end of the day so don't let other people discourage you from making what you want to make if that's what you are making, stand by it, believe in it, no matter how, now, if a majority of people are telling you this sucks, it's not good, or, because mom, mom, dad, brother, sister, and friends will lie to your face and say it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, because that's their job, they're supposed to lie to you, they're not supposed to tell you kind of the truth, bring it to me, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth if you need to, if you, but again, that's my opinion, not everyone else's but if you want to make money in this money and live and, and live a little bit happier create what you create let it get out there find creative ways to reach people you, and if you start seeing people just attach themselves to your music all oh, your music saved my life oh i can't get throughout a day without listening to you oh you have a beautiful voice oh i love the beats you lay down or man that that track was fire dog you know, whatever, however these, these forms come at you and they actually build, they start building up and there's people are buying t-shirts and your merchandise, which you can go to Spotify or, or, or Shopify, Printful, whatever. You don't even have to buy it anymore and store it in your house. You can, you can have it made online when they order it. It's like print on demand. So then, so if you want to make money at this, then do it. Uh, and don't worry about the haters. There will always be haters in this game, good or bad. Don't give them a platform. Out of the hundred people that give you a comment, don't acknowledge the one guy or girl that says, your music sucks. They are just trolling. They My only question I ask is that one person like, out of all, your, out of all, the, po out of all the posts you could post something, you decided to stop on my page or my, my area, my platform to tell me that? when you could have just kept moving it moving it along like i'm affecting you that good awesome great have a great day that's a, that's all you got to address them um if the, it, also too if your your opinion isn't popular um with the the populace but it's not hurting anyone then that's who you are that's who, what you believe in um and then at the the last thing is make sure whatever you do is great quality content as far as your recordings there's a lot of home studios out there i get it but don't be trying to put your music up on distro kid and it has really bad quality to it as i mean there's great software out there if not go pay someone to do it they're professional it doesn't cost very much you can get a song average about 200 bucks with mix and mastering and tracking so um and uh and and of course if any of you guys think your stuff is great and you're looking for representation you're looking for people to add to a team i'm easy to find at diamond noise agency or you can check out our podcast i'm a, a producer and co-host of the loud spot with sebastian um you can find me through various bands like just depositions i mostly work in the metal uh, hardcore but i do work in the pop uh, pop i love music so if it's good 
and they're looking for a team member and I think it's actually going to go somewhere and they're not going to be lazy, <laughs> then I'll, pro I'll probably work that artist. So, um, but I also, I, I'm not expensive, but I do charge because I do work. So that's simple. Um, and if not, make sure you take care of everyone and most importantly, take care of yourself. Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much, Sam. And where can we find you? Like you mentioned on the website, but like tell more places like you have the Instagram yep. handles. And uh, so like I said, w, uh, website is www.diamondnoiseagency.com. You can find me on the, the loud spot. So that's www.theloudspot.net. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Instagram under Diamond Noise Agency. You can find me under Facebook under Diamond Noise Agency. Um, I, I just opened a TikTok account. Haven't done anything with it yet, but that one's going to be a personal Samuel J. McIntosh. Um, so I, I'm pretty easy to find. Just look for Sam McIntosh, type, Sam McIntosh in music. You'll probably find me. Of some way on on a web search browser and something, I'm I'm forty year old, fat, overage, you know, pop punk kid at the end of, <laughs> at the end of the day. So you'll find me. Just look for the ugliest guy in the room. Um, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> no, thank you so much. And, and of course, you can find you you can find me on the road. I tour. I go back and forth uh, from coast to coast. Uh, I'm a truck driver. That's my normal day job. That's my normal pay the pay the house payment gigs. Um, don't make a lot of money. Uh, not enough to to satisfy my need to to stay home and, and do it because I do all this literally as from the road. Um, so I do a computer and cell phone. That's all I need. And I and I, so I appreciate you having me on 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 your podcast and I hope for lots of growth for you. And uh, and just keep having great conversations. That's that's all that that people want to listen to. Amazing! Thank you so much, Sam. Like honestly, I appreciate it. it. Was it was really nice and a bit tongue in cheek and a bit of unpopular opinions, but you know, sometimes people need to hear a little bit of the edgier stuff too. <laughs> Amazing! I think so too. I think people need to, to re remind themselves that their opinion is not the only opinion in the room. And it's yeah. okay to not like someone else's opinions. I there's a lot of people's opinions I don't like, and it's okay. That doesn't mean I don't like them, and that's what that's that's the point. You can like someone, but not like their opinion about a certain topic. It's um, very true, and that's okay. Uh, so. I agree. I agree. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sam. This has been the Gaki Music Podcast. Thank you for listening. Feel free to share, tell a friend, you know, just like talk about it. Listen again. Check out another episode. Check out all the episodes. <laughs> Thank you so much.